Praise God right now. Nope. Nope. We're not doing it. Why not? Because I didn't want to get all hyped up about something I can't control. You know what, though? That, that's actually my most popular episode. I know. You told me. Did I tell you that? Yeah. Dude, like, it has, it has like, 2,000 listeners. Damn. Yeah. And, I, like, well, pretty How, how much, many do you usually get? I usually get between, like, 1,000 and 1,500. Like, listeners. That's pretty dope, though, It's pretty, it's pretty tight, right? <laughs> that other podcast I did, you remember, like, yeah, forever ago? Yeah, He's, like, almost to 1,000 listeners now. Oh, really? And he's been doing it for two years. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I, you were like one of the first people that he interviewed, right? Number seven. What was it, what was the podcast called again? Mm, conservative-ish. Conservative-ish. Asian guy, right? <laughs> no, but I'm going to tell him you said that. <laughs> he's just Wait. bald. He's not Asian. Really? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. That's what is he? Funny. He's uh, he's Spanish, actually. No? What's his name? He's Pete Feliciano. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. There's, there's literally no Asian person named Feliciano. Feliciano. No. Pete, for sure. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> let's see this real quick what's up everybody and welcome back on another episode of buzzing with anxiety it is your host kagan is randy and today is another special uh, i have a special guest uh her name is ali and i will introduce her in a second but if you are not following her yet follow her on instagram at at ali does my hair a-l-i-d-o-e-s M Y H A I R. I almost blanked Bally. out. Yeah, that was kind of long. <laughs> that was kind of long, but I'm I'm happy I I did it. But um, yeah, Allie does my hair. If you guys have not checked her out yet, check out her her work. She's super dope. I used to work with her at Cuts of Contrast for how long was that? A year. We only worked for a year. That's crazy. So like we worked for a year at Cuts of Contrast together and then to be honest, she's like one of she's probably the closest female friend that I have as far as barber wise. <laughs> and also like in 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 all reality like you're you're my homie. No, I'm not. I'm not. Like dude, I'm going to your fucking wedding coming up and we're going to we're going to talk about all that uh in a second, but definitely if you are not following her, she's super dope. Allie does my hair. Um if you have anything that you wanna say to the list, I was act you know what? I was actually recording you uh before I was recording you before we even started this. Why? Just to get like a good little roll so we can like start talking about some shit. So so we heard like a little bit of it. So the intro is gonna be kinda dope oh, on that. Um so if you wanna say anything before we get started, feel free. But me say something? Yeah, anything. Um, anything. Anything. I feel like I should give a disclaimer. Go ahead. I'm not nearly as cool as Rand thinks I am. <laughs> um, and actually, you know, I was thinking of it on the way over. Because I was hella in my head. Loads of anxiety coming into this. But you know what? Looking at my track record, I'm a little bit of a boss. <laughs> You know, I have a leg to stand on. I'll take that. I'm trying to work on that, but. Dude, honestly, like, uh, so, sorry. I'm just going to, this is, we're doing the getaway over here. <laughs> I, have, I have yet to upgrade my, my system. But uh, a little bit about Allie, why she says, why she's so humble is because she comes from Florida. Not Jupiter, but. Jupiter. Are you from Jupiter? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, you shit. you for that for like a month. Dude, she's from Jupiter. Oh, yeah, because I used to say Jupiter. <laughs> but Jupiter, Florida, that is where Tiger Woods, the goat, came from. And pretty much, like, all the, 
the epic golfers and shit is from Jupiter, Florida. Um, but she, but Allie, definitely a hundred percent. She is one of the most talented uh, barbers out there. And also, she just added to her resume, or not just added to her resume, but she's also one of the dopest fucking braiders in the Bay Area. Um, there's, I, and I don't think that there's too many people that get um, credit for being like dope braiders. And I'm here to give credit where it's due, right? So, but she's been braiding. Well, you you were braiding at Cut to Contrast, but I think right. It all start the braid trajectory that started at Cut to Contrast. That's right. Like she learned how to get. Well, I think you got better at Cut to Contrast. We were all practice dummies. That's true. But, I mean, I didn't charge for braids until Cut to Contrast. Yeah, that's right. I remember. I I hella remember that, and I remember you like you you took classes and shit like that. But that like all of these are just all like new things that uh. Or whatever, whatever it may be. Like she, she was already. A, I remember when I first met you. You were sick as fuck at cutting hair, and you were hella fast. And I was like, damn, she cuts hella fast. But you were more on the. Uh, I feel like you cut fast and you cut good, or you cut well, and um, but you were cutting like a Cosmo and not a barber. Yeah. <laughs> do you, so do you, well, I'll just ask the question. Do you feel like there's a difference um, from a barber cutting and a Cosmo cutting? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, I probably was. I mean, so I'm going to out myself now. My license says Cosmo. My license does not say barber. Um, But because I learned in a shop uh, back home in Florida, um, I started working in a barber shop and... I learned from the guys there how to properly use the razor because I kind of knew how to use a razor from cutting women's hair. Mm. It's a completely different razor. And I found out it's way bigger and more scary than what, (laughs) what you're supposed to use. Um, but I learned from there, but that shop, it was a turn and burn. So we had 13 chairs in that shop. It was a junior's barbershop in Jupiter, Florida. Shout out to juniors. And, um, it's a funny story how I got to work there, but yeah, let us know. And, I mean, uh, like a short thing. A short thing? Well, uh, quickly, she is the first barber, or first female barber um, at at Junior's Barbershop. And then she was also the first female barber at Cuts of Contrast. And then she was also the first female barber at Paradox. So, Allie kind of set the, the standard for having women at um, a male barbershop. So... I'll tell or she could tell her story how she got like that one. Uh, and then I'll tell the story on how she got cut to contrast. Oh. And then uh, we'll go into paradox. I wonder if I don't know the story about cut to contrast because I know you? I know my story. Yeah. But I wonder what the backstory is. Um, we'll get into that. But so junior, it was a turn and burn shop. There was 13 chairs there um, and we would do 300 people would walk in and out of that shop a day. Fuck. So we were all, we were cutting like 25 to 30 heads a day, all at $19 a head. Um, so if you wanted to make money, you had to cut at least 20 to 25 people a day. So you had to work fast. So, so that's right. So, so I actually have an episode on commission-based barbershops and rent, booth rent barbershops. So at juniors, that was a commission base. Yeah. Okay. So we made something like 70% of each cut. Um, oh, that's hella good. Yeah. Oh, you, the original question though was. How'd you get uh, the job as uh, junior? As a, was that the question? Um, 
so check it out. I started, it was, long story short, I had just gotten sober, because um, I'm a sober alcoholic, uh, recovering alcoholic. I had just gotten sober about a couple months before I got that job, and what I was told was just get a job, because I'd already been doing hair for a while, but God, I was like, you basically like relearn who you are, and I was like, I can't imagine trying to talk to a client right now, and they were like, just get a job where you punch a clock. So I started working the front desk at Junior's Barbershop, and I remember. Sorry about that, y'all, but I just got a phone call, and I will explain. So I put my phone, I always, whenever I'm doing a podcast, I always put my phone on night mode, always, because I get, like, so many fucking phone calls and texts, right? But if you're on my fucking favorites list, you get pushed through. <laughs> so that, so the person who called right now was Phil. Uh, shout out to Phil Good Cuz. That's my, my big brother. You guys already know that, so... What? <laughs> nah, that, he's he's definitely my brother. Um, so he's actually on his way over here. So if you hear us during the podcast getting uh, abruptly interrupted, it's it's gonna be Phil or whatever like that. So uh, continue with the story about how you got it with juniors and let's go. Okay, so I got a job at the front desk, um, and what I was told is we were hiring at one point. And if any women call, tell them we're full, even if we're still hiring. And he said, I don't want any woman working here. You know, I don't want any girls touching guys' heads in here. Um, well, you were working as a front desk. Right. So that was okay. And that was okay. Because okay. he wanted pretty girls up front. This is yeah. his words, not mine. I want pretty girls up front. I want men doing the work. And I what was like, dick. dude. <laughs> It really, yeah, it irked me. And so immediately I started scheming in my head because I knew I wanted to work there. Yeah. Dude, they were made, you made so much money working there for, by Florida standards. And so I decided, I started on the side. Because one of the guys left and opened up his own shop and I started going there and just learning from him. Because a skin fade as a Cosmo is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It's so scary. Clippers in general as a Cosmo are terrifying because at that point I had just been cutting only with scissors. Like mm. everything was scissor over Fade and everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no wonder I have carpal tunnel, you know? Um, but so I remember, so I'm learning on the side. I would spend hours and I, I met this guy uh, who owned his own shop and he was definitely like a hood shop. I can't remember his name now. But and I would spend hours there at night just shadowing him and learning and learning. And I remember I learned how to do a skin fade and I felt so good. And I started manipulating Junior. I'm like, what if I, you know, because he said, eh, maybe come in on your days off and you can work for free. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. you, dude. Fine, uh -huh. I'll do that. And so I did that. I had to book my own clients. I couldn't take anybody that walked in, even though there's hella walk ins. Yeah. Couldn't take anybody. Had to bring in my own people, cut on my days off. I don't know this story at all. This is my first time ever hearing this story, so it's kind of tight. And um, and I started slowly and slowly proving myself. I think it was like two months of doing that. And then on a Saturday, Saturdays were hella busy. One of the barbers just didn't show up. Mm -hmm. And I looked at him and I was like, I got my stuff in the car. What's up? You know? That's and he's sick. like, fuck it, fine. Like, because Saturdays are crazy. We couldn't be a barber down. Yeah, he said, go said grab it. You, got, you were cutting 20 to 30 people, right? Is right. That yeah. Right. So to be a barber down, that means that means the wait goes from 20 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. So. So uh, was it one of those barbershops where um, you had to be done with the full haircut 
in 30 minutes? 18 minutes. 18 minutes? 18, you're taking longer than 18 minutes? You're getting a talking to. No way. With a beard minutes. and everything? Or With just haircut? Beard, everything. I remember guys who, because you could book on the half hour slot, even guys that would take the full time on their client and they couldn't squeeze in a walk-in between clients, Yeah. he was annoyed with. Well, so is, is Junior a barber as well? Yeah, he's he's also a Cosmo, but I mean, and he's great at marketing. He built that barbershop from nothing, but see, yeah. that, that's that's my issue that I have with uh, with um, not Boothman, but with uh, what is it? Commission. Commission based. That's what I. That's my problem with people because I I actually have this argument with hella people. Really. Where it's they're like, oh, what do you want? Do you want to do commission or do you want to do booth rent? And I tell everybody that everybody that I talk to, like, bro, real shit, uh, booth rent. And this is this is my perspective of it. I've never worked at a. I got my own opinion. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never worked at a commission based barbershop, but I feel like if you work at a commission based barbershop and you don't have the clientele, fucking go for it and build your clientele. You'll get money. But at the end of the day. The, the owner of the barbershop is making more money. Mm-hmm. Where if you are a barbershop uh, a barber and you pay booth rent, you're actually making more money for your own personal pocket. And um the and that's just booth rent. So I thought about making this my barbershop, Cake and Cuts, uh, a commission based barbershop. But then I thought about it again. I was like, yo, I would never work at a commission based barbershop, so I'm not gonna make that shit. So if it if it's something I believe in, I'm going to to do it. If it's something I don't believe in, I'm not gonna do it just because I'm not comfortable with it. So and that and that's where I'm at with that. But that's it. Just sounds so stressful, dude. To like have have to cut so like. And this is another thing that I have mm-hmm. is that in in what I know to do eighteen minute haircuts. 20, 20 to 30 people that you have to do, you're probably going to do one really good haircut throughout the whole day. Like, I'm talking about, like, a really good, you know what a fresh fade is now, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, an 18-minute haircut, and and I will it's mark. It's not impeccable in yeah. 18 minutes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, dude, an 18-minute haircut compared to, like, a 45-minute haircut for me, like, I'm going to kill you on that. And that's just because whatever. Like, and I think anybody is. Uh, but not to say that, you know, 18 minutes is um, you can't put out a fresh fade, but an 18 minute fresh fade to a 45 minute fresh fade, the 45 minutes going to win it. Yeah, it's just not the same, you know, it's uh, not. So, um, yeah, but real quick, let me finish that, because even so I had my stuff in my car. Boom, I got a shot right then and there. Right. And I killed it. OK, I work well under pressure. I believe it. I believe and um, but he still like wasn't having it. Like, it was at that point, every Saturday I could cut. Every That's, Saturday I could yeah. cut. And it, wa- it wasn't until, I want to say, two months of doing that, somebody else quit. Mm. And he, he offered me the position. Okay. And I remember, because we wore, like, uh, like mechanic shirts with your name, like, on yeah. it and stuff like that. And I remember the day I got my shirt. And, <laughs> and I knew I was in, you yeah. know, and with your name on it, and with everything? my name stitched on it, embroidered and everything. And it felt so good. And the best part about that whole situation is he said he was wrong. Mm, like, he's nice. really happy that like, and I remember when I moved because I left that shop to move to California. And I, w- I was crying so hard when I first moved here because I was like, you know, somebody else has my spot that I fought for, like, blah, blah, blah. Come to find out, there's three women that work there now. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, and you did that. 
Like you changed that barbershop. It took somebody else telling me that, that, mm. that I paved the way, but that was like, hands down. That's one of the things I'm so fucking proud of. Yeah, dude, literally, like, I, I just said that you, you paved the way for, so you opened that door for, for women to work at that barbershop. And I'll, I will like, and probably, I don't know who Junior is, right? Um, you probably thought like he was super sexist. You probably think he is like super sexist. A pig? <laughs> yeah. So we'll just knock that out the way. But now, now that he apologized and said yeah. like, you know what? you Well, oh, this is the kicker. You uh, want to know why? <laughs> you want to know why? I remember now. Yeah, yeah. And I only know this because I showed the text to somebody else, like a lawyer, yeah. a, like a year later. And he's like, you didn't sue him. What, and, you, what was it? So here's the thing. I'm super bisexual, right? Yeah. <laughs> but when I worked there, I had like short hair, the combat boots, everything. So I just told everybody I was gay. Yeah. So, and like flat out. And I remember that was one of the reasons why he's like, well, you're gay anyway, so it's fine. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm rolling yeah. with that. What the and then he texts me one day and he's like, it's too bad you're a lesbian. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me wow. right now? Um, so creepy. And then I broke it when I told him I was moving. He's like, oh, what are you moving from? I'm moving to be with my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wait, what? I'm like, mm, bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peace. Peace the fuck out. And you haven't seen him ever since or you have? No, when I go back to visit, when I go back home, I visit the shop, but he has two locations now. And my boy who I work next to, he works at the other one. Okay. So I always swing by and I, um, I say hi to Jay. Uh, Ao, it's Jay. He doesn't post haircuts. He loves cars, but yeah, no, I don't see Junior anymore. There you go. Is, is would you say Jay from Juniors is like your best friend over there? Yeah, he was the homie who I worked next to him. There was Ruben too, who's part of Spanish Harlem, which they would just bust out. We would do twenty five, maybe thirty. Yeah. They would do like thirty five, forty a day. Dude, that's so those guys crazy. were doing eight minute haircuts. It was, it was insane to watch those hands work like that. Dude, real shit. Like, yeah. that doesn't even sound appealing to me. Like It's not. I have nightmares <laughs> now that I work there again. Because not only that, but you had to be there since it was commissioned from 9 to 7, mm-hmm. five days a week. Damn. Your lunch break was 20 minutes. And I smoked at the time, too. So oh, fuck. I was taking, like, five-minute smoke breaks. But you had to take it, like, once every three hours. And you had to sneak out to make sure he didn't see you. I don't know how you're still cutting hair. Like, <laughs> because if that were if that was me, I'd be like, yeah, like I I I would be so tired. I'm tired right now. You know what I mean? Like I just had a full day. I had a full week. I cut like I think in my books, I I cut like close to 80 people this week. And to Damn. me, that's a lot. That's a lot of people. Right? But like no, but you now imagine you do that in three days, not five. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't fucking do it. I fucking off myself. No. I mean, <laughs> so uh, let's go. Let's go into. So as you guys all know, this this um, podcast is called Buzzing with Anxiety, and obviously, I I think that um, uh, that took a big mental toll on yourself working at that shop. Before we go into other other barbershops and stuff like that, um, how important is mental health for you? Dude, so, so important. So, I mean, y'all would always make fun of me because when I worked at Cuts of Contrast, I was living in San Jose. And if you don't know, that's an hour away. So I had a two-hour commute every day, worth every second of a commute, (laughs) I have to say. But y'all would always make fun of me like, oh, she's got to leave. She's got to go home. We got to hurry up and go home. But the thing is, is um, what I found out over the years is sleep is something I am not willing to sacrifice for my mental health. Um, mm-hmm. 
And because if I'm not present, like mm. if my mental game's not there, I'm not there as your barber, mm. you know? I'm not able to be with you for that haircut and deliver the kind of service I know I can. Mm. But there's so many factors that play into that. I remember watching you give that, give your speech at, what was that barbershop where you did the education? You were talking. Oh, Debonair. Debonair. Yeah. And you were like listing off the things that you need, right? And at the time it was like cigarettes, water. Yeah. And for me, I need sleep. I need good food. And I need to be running on time. Mm-hmm. Um, Punctuality is a thing. It's like my biggest yeah. <laughs> thing. I am 15 minutes early to everything. Yeah. Um, if anything, it's just so I can sit in the car and breathe before mm-hmm. I have to go do something. I'm also hella introverted. <laughs> I'm so introverted. So being in like, you know, towards the end of Cut to Contrast, we yeah. had uh, other players in there and they would just blast the music all oh, day yeah. long. And that gives me so much anxiety. Dude. Just I'm also I can't hear very well either. That's right, you are deaf. I'm, like, I'm a little deaf, so to not be able to talk to my client and I can't hear them, and I've got all this like loud energy around me. That means I'm a, like a stress anxiety ball. So like, I gotta get out of there. You no, know, dude, I know exactly how you feel because uh, even over here, or even at cut, cuts contrast, like. I, I was there for seven and a half years. We had different waves of, of different kinds of people. People had different backgrounds and so on and so forth. But, like, there definitely is those times at Cuts of Contrast where, I, where we had a lot more extroverted people to where, you know, it, it was they, they were creating a vibe, but, you know, it doesn't fit everybody's lifestyle, like, in all reality, and you guys know that I suffer from severe anxiety, and I also can't do, like, the very loud music, so, but I was in a different position as Allie, because she was not only a, a woman, but she also um, was, like, the new, one of the newer people in the barbershop, so I kind of feel like you didn't have much say to, like, say, hey, turn that fucking music off, to where if I'm coming in there, and that shit is dumping, I'm turning that shit off. Yeah, like, I'm like, yo, I'm turning that shit off, or I'm putting it down. We're not listening to that shit, you know what I mean? Because dude, I'm... Al and I would fight. Oh, I remember it. Dude, I remember when I was in the Philippines. Yo, I was in the Philippines, and... It was my worst nightmare, yeah. you being gone. So, I was gone for a month, and Ali literally called me, I think, every single day, you know? And not even to knock Alan or anybody else at the barbershop at the time, but she was calling me because she was so stressed out. And she was like, Randy, you need to come back. And I remember, I was like, I was like, I know. And I just felt so bad, dude. I literally, I I literally talked to you when I was on a boat one time because you, you, you had like a breakdown and I was like, dude, I got to be here for her. You know, like, again, like Ali is like a really good friend of mine. And I, I think that I'm a really good person. So if somebody seeks, um, like, you know, if somebody seeks my attention because of mental, uh, mental lackness or whatever the fuck you want to call it, like I'm always there because I need, I like me, I need to pick me up as well. Um, so I think, and you guys know how much, uh, mental health is important to me. So that's why I, I always try to make sure, uh, to, to try to check in on my peoples, especially if uh, I know that they're having a, a hard time or whatever. So I always urge and push everybody out there to, if you're thinking about somebody who, who might not be in the right state of mind, 
Yeah, make the fucking call. You know what I mean? It's not hard. Make that call. Make that text. Tell tell them that you're proud of them. Um, and and shit like that is is literally what like it changes everything. Um, I'm so sorry I ruined your vacation by calling you so much. No, no, you you I act. About that now. Little oh. do you know, you didn't ruin my vacation at all because um because my relationship with you is more important than you know like my friendship relationship with anybody not even just you but you like with everybody yeah i take my friends hella serious so it's like if you if anybody crosses me and you guys know this as well if anybody crosses me that's it you know what i mean so you've never crossed me you've never lied to me like there's no reason to you know what i mean so i i hella care for that shit Oh, here we here we go. Here we go. I do want to hear this. I do want to let me know how did, when did you lie it's to me? Hands down my most embarrassing moment ever. I don't I don't so, know this right now. There was a point in time where I was like I was counting my macros so like nutrition wise, right? And I had to get like so much protein in. So I was drinking like I was I was drinking like 80 grams of egg whites a day. And I have no idea where the story's going. So, right? um, if you don't know, that tends to make a person really gassy. Uh, and I remember I was working in the front chair, <laughs> and you were next to me. Uh, and I remember one day it happened, and one day you were like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and you, like, said it hella loud. Like, everybody heard. And I was like, oh, shit, he smells it. Oh, shit. shit. Oh, you didn't see that homeless guy that walked past just now? No way. <laughs> so you farted in the barbershop and you pawned it off. I couldn't, <laughs> <laughs> you, I couldn't admit to it. Jeez, I did not, I did, I, I did not catch that at all. I, and, like... And and you guys know me. If you're if you're a barber out there and you've worked with me, you know I bust everybody out. And I like and I let the whole fucking world know. So that might have been your smartest move to lie to me at that time because I would have been like, What the fuck? And I'm sure I know how I did it. You know what I mean? But to pawn it off to a homeless guy, that's fucked up. <laughs> I'm so happy that it was that because I didn't know I had no clue where the fuck that story was going. (laughs) That's fine. It was to save my own skin. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. So let's just talk about cut to contrast for a little bit, just because that's part of our history and everything like that. So for you listeners out there, also side note from that before we get too off topic, uh, Ali was the one that put me onto the office. I was never a firm believer in the office, but now I legit watch the office every single fucking night. Me and Andrew, we watch that shit. I put Andrew onto that show, like literally, y'all. Like my Wi-Fi password, or not the Wi-Fi password, but our Wi-Fi at Caking Cuts. It's Dunder Mifflin, and then uh, the Wi-Fi. If you're here, you'll know the Wi-Fi. I'm not gonna tell you the Wi-Fi here, but. But uh, the, the, the Wi-Fi name is uh, Dunder Mifflin. So uh, a little background about how I knew Al- or how I met Allie was that Sophie Stagol, um, shout out to Stagol Sophie, who's actually a super dope artist. If you're not following her um, on Instagram, you probably are following her. It's Stagold 31 or some shit right, like that, right? Or whatever the fuck it may be like shout out to her she that that's a little sis right there um and i knew her for a very long time when she was working at um another barbershop but she, you know she, now she's very famous um she's very well known uh world renowned around the you know and she's also verified did you see that she's verified, she's verified. Well so she, yeah well deserved like she she's gotten uh barber of the year and female barber of the year i think back to back years and uh, i think she was having a class 
and Allie, and she had a class at Cut to Contrast, right? Yeah, she put on her that she was going to be in San Francisco, and you can pay to have like a look and learn with her. So mm-hmm. you could pay to shadow her all day. Hands down, the best investment I have ever made in myself. Because to me, what she was charging was really expensive. Like Alex helped me with that. So but that I, led to so much. Yeah, well, I from what I remember before you say it, I think she was charging five hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I paid five hundred dollars to shadow her all day. And then when I got when I when I started getting a better relationship with Allie, and she told me how much she paid, I was like, "Why the fuck would you pay five hundred dollars?" So, but but let me just tell y'all this: she's telling you guys that it's a really good investment, five hundred dollars to learn that because that investment, little did she know, that opened up more doors for her. You know, more doors, more opportunities. You know, and uh, closed mouths won't get fed. So it is a good investment for her to do it was a good investment for her to do that but for me from my standpoint i'm not even gonna lie i would never pay 500 dollars. you know like and like i i don't even want to like hella say this but maybe it's because i'm i've been in the industry for so long and i do know people so i feel like i shouldn't have to pay but i get it um I, I, I know I know enough people, right? Like, and people fuck with me. People fuck with me because, like, I'm real and I'll keep it real, and and that's that's never going to change. But we know that you took that class. JJ was there, and then I don't know if did you were you fully moved into California? Yeah. So time? I was I was here. I had been here for a couple months, and I was working at Atelier, in um in San Jose, and that was it was another commission place because I didn't. I didn't have a clientele here, so I was terrified to do a, a booth rent. Um, but what had happened was that was shortly after Christmas, and I was booked. Because mm-hmm. like, there was only two of us there, and I was booked. And I remember I made the same amount of money than I did on a Tuesday when I only had three people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I was mm-hmm. scrolling through Instagram on the break room thinking. And then I saw her post, and she was going to be an SF. And I was like, I, I don't know what to do, but I need something. Yeah. And I saw that and I was like, I think I'm going to do it. And I told Alex that I was like, I think I want to do this, but it's 500 bucks. He's like, fuck it. I'll give you the money. Like, you're miserable. Do it. And so we did. (laughs) And so I showed up to cut the contrast. That's sick. And and then I think from what what I remember is JJ was like, hey, I I have um, or Sophie had had a class. I met this girl that cuts hair. She's pretty good. I think she would fit. And then JJ was telling me all this stuff. And then he goes, what do you think about having a, a woman at the shop? And I was like, I was like, it'll be like fine, like whatever. Right. I was like, and then it didn't hit me yet that I was like, yeah, I've never worked with a chick before. You know what I mean? Like, ever? Never? No, never, never. I've worked at, yeah, I've worked at like six different barbershops and I've never worked with, with, with the woman. So, um, I didn't even think about that, but you know, I look way past like being a man man and woman at the shop like if you're good you're good if you're a good person you're a good person so um super super hyped that she got that job and jj was like all right I th- no no i think you just showed up to work and we were like we were like we didn't know that you were hired i oh. actually don't really remember like your first day at all i, I did a trial run first did you with all of y'all there that was when chad and junior were still there and i showed up to do do a day like a trial day. I, I, I low-key remember, so it... You might have not been there. Maybe not. I don't remember 
You be, if you I, did, I, you might have came. No, in no, late. I do remember. I do remember because I was there. The first thing you said when you walked in was "Daddy's back," and I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> All right, that I doesn't even that wait. Song. That doesn't even sound like I would say that. I would you never. Daddy's back. Yeah, Daddy's oh back. My. I would never. I don't think uh, that doesn't even sound like you something just said I would that say. For vacation or something. That is what you said. Okay, I remember. All right. Well, if you say it, then I believe it. Whatever. Um, but I do remember. Um, I like so. Allie came to the shop. What? Like my first memory is like I was like okay, like okay, we got Allie coming to the shop. Okay, let me follow her. Oh, I, I took a picture of your very first haircut. You did. I remember. I remember that haircut you did. that I saw. I guess. And then. Um, and then it like no lie, y'all. I did kind of feel offended that she didn't know who I was because she was like, because I think JJ was trying to put it, put it on thick, right? Like, oh yeah, Cake and His Randy works here, and like, and you were like, I don't know who he is, yeah. And then you know, y'all know me, like I don't really give a fuck, but. I think I'd gave a, more of a fuck because it was the barbershop I worked at. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, it was that. No, no, that wasn't the haircut. That wasn't it? No, you did it on a black chick. You did oh, an Afro haircut. I remember that. You know what I mean? It was with a ball fade. And that shit was butter. I remember, I, dude. I remember it like my memory's you pretty my good. Haircut butter? Yeah, that shit was butter. That shit hey, was caking. <laughs> so um, I, I, I hella remember those times and. Um, we built we again we only worked for a year so we had very limited amount of time to work with each other but very happy that she that we got to work um let's go i mean let's just knock this question out just because since we're on the topic but what advice would you give um a female barber What advice would I give? You know what? I hate the question, first of all. I hate the question, too. Um, But, yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, It's only because, like, I remember one of my goals first starting out was, like, I want to be one of the best without the word female in front of it, you know? Um, Because that's how it always felt. Mm -hmm. Uh, The unfortunate reality of the situation is you're probably going to have to work twice as hard, study twice as hard, and you're going to have to be that much better. Because I guarantee you... In the shop, they'll notice your mistake before they notice a guy's mistake. Mm-hmm. And that's just the unfortunate fact about it. I mean, I remember at Cut the Contrast, I was the only one available for a walk-in. And the guy was about to leave because I was the only one available. Oh, I remember that. You remember that? I hella remember that. And I, now, I think you left right after that because you were hurt. Because you were like, fuck that. No, I, well, yeah, it was the end of the it day. Was, I don't want to cut your hair anyways. I'm about to leave, but I'll, I'll do it. And he like threw a hissy fit. I gave him my card. I said, why don't you look at my Instagram before you judge? And yeah. he sat outside, he looked, and then he sat his ass back in my chair, and I was, and we had a silent haircut. <laughs> and, I, and I did it, and I did it well. Um, if I remember correctly, he was a black dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which also I understand. Like, yeah, yeah. I understand that, like, I don't know the politically correct way to say this, but sometimes black people are a little more hesitant. And no, I get yeah. it. I've messed up a, a black haircut before. Mm-hmm. And also, stop this sound i don't know if this is gonna sound messed up this is my personal opinion put your boobs away at work <laughs> i'm sorry there's nothing and maybe it's just me oh, for women this is advice for yeah women. Uh. this is for me and and it was my it's my opinion because i want men to come back to me because they like the haircut not because they they had like boobs in their face i don't have any to begin with <laughs> but and i wear baggy clothes and i'm slightly tomboy anyway but like make sure it's your work they're coming back for no but you see this is this is the difference, though. Allie, you're fucking talented. 
some like a lot of women out there and i hate to even say this because there's a lot of men out there that don't know how to fuck that shouldn't be behind a chair anyways but you're right where a woman's mistake um would be noticed more than a man's mistake and that's just because we're in a, it's a male dominant um career and that's something sophie told me mm-hmm. she and, said you got to make sure you're butter you got to make sure you're better than the guys yeah and like like i said like you're you're talented and your work speaks for itself and that's why you have the clientele and you're not you know you're able to work three days out of the week where you know someone like myself i still have to work five days no, and yeah, considering I'm, six i'm in school full-time too that's why that's I'm right we're, we're getting <laughs> so since we're talking about school now so now if y'all y'all didn't know well you guys probably don't know but um ali also was taking classes at, while she was at Cut to Contrast as well, that's when she first started doing classes. So she was not only commuting from San Jose to San Francisco to cut hair, but she was also doing uh, classes, cutting hair, doing homework, going back home, and then doing it all over again to where now, like, she's she posts, like, her, her hair, her, her homework on Instagram, and I'm looking at it like, what the fuck? So... <laughs> That, so what's that experience like? Uh, how, how are you able to balance uh, schoolwork or, or school with cutting hair? Um, I'm just going to do a quick rewrite. The whole purpose of me going back to school mm-hmm. was because I broke my finger outside of the shop that day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, dude, because I remember. Okay, so at Cut the Contract, we play football outside sometimes, right? <laughs> and um, I caught the ball and I caught it in a weird way and I, I snapped my finger. Who threw that ball? Was it you? It was me that threw that ball. <laughs> so Randy broke my finger one day. Um, and I remember I had a braid client that night. I was supposed to braid Chewy that night. Mm. And I couldn't. Mm. And my finger was busted. And I remember, like, cutting hair the next day. I mean, I, I got terrified all of a sudden because I was like, oh, my gosh. I don't, I don't have a backup plan. Like, if something happens to my hands and I can't cut, I have no income. That makes sense. You know? Yeah. Um, and we would talk about that all the time in the shop. What would you do if you didn't cut hair? What would you do if you didn't cut mm. hair? And it, it took a lot of like reflection and stuff like that. But it turns out I'd be a teacher. So I started going back to school to become a teacher. Uh, and now I'm I'm in, currently in school trying to become a math teacher. So that looks like. That's lit. Um, I mean, I, so that was one of my questions is what are you studying? So they so okay. Math, and you're trying to be a teacher. So I'm trying. I'm a math major right now trying to become a teacher. I'm trying to do a real rags to riches. Let's go. (laughs) Um, But straight up. So I didn't want to be a math teacher, but then I somehow found myself in a calculus class. Right. And turns out it was the one calculus class that doesn't count towards my, my major, which is hilarious. Um, but I had to get a tutor because I was like, I was treading water real bad because I didn't understand that. And, and like a backstory, I barely graduated high school. I was a juvenile delinquent as a kid. I cut hair because I was like, well, what am I going to do now type thing? Um, and it was really my sister that pushed me towards towards it. But um, so I w- like I haven't been to school in 10 years mm-hmm. and I got a tutor and she's so patient. I love her. Anisha from Growing Stars. And she's so patient. And she's like and I found out, oh, I'm good at math. It just takes me a little longer than the average person. And then I thought, you know, what would be awesome is if I could be there for other people in a math class. If I could be there for other people like me that are terrified in a math class, not know what's going on, and I could show them the same patience and kindness and love, that'd be pretty damn cool. And I'm still like eight years away from getting a fucking degree, all right? That's fine. I mean, that's the reality, but yeah. 
that dude that, that that's hella tight because um i've life. i've always tried to i've always thought in the back of my head that i would go back to school but obviously like i own the barbershop and i still you know it's never too late to to go back to school right but maybe that's in the cards for me it's just not for me right now but um, how are you able to balance like, you yeah, know, cause you're super question. busy yeah. as a barber, as a braider. And then, um, yeah. How do you, how do you balance that? So that commute was killing me when I was doing that and working at cuts of contrast, I would leave the house at 5am to miss traffic, to get to the coffee shop next door at 6am <laughs> to do homework before my client at nine. Um, but now like post pandemic and everything, I mean, even when I was working at paradox, my books came everywhere with me on my lunch break. I was doing stuff in the car or I was doing stuff in the break room. Like it's exhausting. Now I decided because I can afford it now um, to only work three days a week. And I do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm in class so I can just focus on class. I know I have all those three days to just do school, just do homework because I can't I can't be all over the place like that, man. It's it's hard. And then um, Wednesday nights, Thursday, Friday Thursday, Friday, I cut so I can just work. Mm. I'm just thinking about your hair on those days. That's tight. I need to just think about one thing. <laughs> and that, you know, and that's that's cool because um, as we were talking about like being punctual and 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 organizing our thoughts, me me who suffers from um, who suffers from like you know whatever I, I fucking suffer from, but like having to be punctual, that's like one thing. So same thing for me. I need to have my shit like. In the timeline, mm-hmm. ten o'clock doing this, ten thirty doing that. You know, and that's just yeah. how I work. And if anything comes out of whack, like it's just a fucked up day. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> so that's why uh, it's important for me to have like my morning routines. As you guys all know, my listeners know that um, that I'm doing that. But um, it it's 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 tough, but it, it's also very like um, rewarding when you get done with the day and you have nothing else to do and then you're able to scroll like um recently i've guilt-free scrolling exactly guilt-free scrolling and that's my shit and then uh recently i've actually stopped like the only time that i go on instagram is when i want to post something on my story that's good yeah i don't even scroll anymore i'll scroll and i'll i'll immediately be turned off on some shit and i'll be like nope that's it let me work don't consume exactly so like i i love doing like x right like i love doing so many other things so i do my my pod i cut hair i do my podcast i do my video editing i do my video shit like i do my youtube you know and i'm getting better and now i have like fucking Allie over here doing the doing this podcast and uh you guys appreciate it so much on um or you guys love that i had a another um person on this podcast so much that i had to get you know the 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 next person in and I'm glad it's Allie. But this isn't the end. This is just for right now. Um, I'm, I'm actually about to get into the next topic, which is uh, the, the last barbershop you were at was Paradox. Ah, yeah. Right? So, and, and this is tight because uh, shout out to the fellas over there at Paradox because uh, if it wasn't for them, well, if it wasn't for them and my relationship with them, Allie wouldn't be working there, I don't oh. think. I would not have gotten the job there if it wasn't for you. Straight up, that was a cake and plug. Yeah. <laughs> because, and, and this is no diss to anybody else, but is it okay if I could talk about, like, how that came to yeah, be? Yeah. All right, so so when Allie was making that transition from uh, Cut to Contrast to San Jose, she wanted to work at, or she wants to find a barbershop. Yeah. 
And so she found a barbershop at Dave Diggs Barbershop um, called The Barber's Inc. So shout out to them. Again, I'm really good buddies with Dave Diggs. I'm really good good friends with a bunch of those guys from, from Barber's Inc. But I also do know how, how they work and how they operate. But I did not know that that was the shop that Allie was going to go to. So she didn't even tell me that she was going to that barbershop. Now, when she told me that she was going to that barbershop, I was like, oh, she's not going to like it at all right and, and and lo and behold she calls me again every single fucking day or every week and just saying like ran oh my fucking gosh and i'm like what is it i swear to god you were like i remember one time you called me you were like ran it's 10 30 a.m on a thursday and they're drink and the front desk lady is drinking though she cracked open like a michelada and was drinking yeah. at the front desk i was like what is going on here yeah. and she would she would just complain about about that situation so much and i was just like man like i just felt so bad because again she was calling me like every day facetiming me and i i believe you did I think you did like FaceTime me a couple of times and I was just like, dude, I just feel bad. But I, I, you know, I like doing favors for people because for good people, of course. Um, and, and trust me, if you, maybe if you didn't buy me that cross when you went to Italy, you probably wouldn't have even gotten that plug London or London. <laughs> I still have that cross. Do so you really? of course I, I still have, I, it's, it's bad luck to throw that cross away. But, uh, anyways, uh, she got me a cross um, and I was like, dude, I need to return the favor. And, but I know the talent that she had, right. I knew that she needed to be in a place where she can grow, um, artistically and be surrounded by people, like be surrounded by good people that can motivate her, uh, to be a better barber, a better person, um, all on all around. So I, I thought I went to a, and this is a true story. I went to a paradox. Um, uh, what is it? A paradox, like education thing on a monday and then i and i looked around and i was like damn there's like six seats and it looks like there's one seat open so i went straight up to jr and i was like yo jr you guys uh are you guys do you guys have a spot open and first thing he asked me he's like why do you are, do you want to cut here <laughs> right <laughs> because i'm hell dude i i we, me and jr we go back do you really? no me and jr you and jordan me and jordan no no jordan. me and jordan me and jordan we go way back like Jordan was one of my first people, and I think I've said this before, but Jordan was one of the first people to come to Feel Good Cuts to get a haircut by me based off of my Cake and Cuts uh, YouTube tutorials. Of course he was. So that was super was tight to me. So we've always been tight from that day on, right? And then so we've always had this relationship, and I always appreciated that relationship. So when I asked them, like, yo... Um, and also like, I wanted to pay for the class that, that they, that they had. So I hate asking for favors. Uh, of course they didn't let me pay. Um, shout out to y'all for, for not letting me pay. I went with, did I go with Arski? I don't know if, I think I went there by myself. You know what I mean? I, I think I'm weird like that to where, like, I like, I do shit by myself. Like, I don't like having that burden on me. But anyways, uh, yeah, at the end I asked him like, Hey, um, are you looking for somebody? And they were like, why do you want to cut? And I was like, I was like, nah, but I actually really think that you would be interested, um, in somebody that I work with right now, but she is super dope. And so he looked at me like, Oh, like she, and I was like, yeah. So right then, like, you know, I'm a vibey person. I had, I had your, 
I had your your Instagram profile on deck. Boom. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. I because I knew that you know you kind of have need like proof. Yeah, bro. they need proof, and and I was like, yo, she she could bring another element to your barbershop. And then it was like, oh, what are you talking about? I said, yo, she's a braider. She knows how to braid, and she knows how to fucking cut hair dope as fuck. Boom, look at that. You know what I mean? And so that's when you were putting out the fire haircuts uh, and also doing, like, the fire braids. And at that time, like... Still doing. Yeah, still doing, (laughs) still doing. But that's what he needed to see. And he was like, oh, you know what? I'll consider it, whatever, boop, whoop. And then... after that, I went straight to your house, and that was the first time I went to your house and uh, kicked it or whatever. And then I think I don't know how the how it, it happened, but I think he was I'll like, "Yo, okay, well now we'll hear Ali's side of it." I'll tell you how it happened. <laughs> Ali blew up Jordan's phone. <laughs> That's what happened. We laughed about it later on, but so you know, I was and, and come to find out, Jordan doesn't answer his texts. So. Oh, yeah. Um, I blew up his phone. I was trying to be like hella professional, like blah, blah, blah. I'm really looking for a place. I think, you know, our levels of professionalism and quality of work, you know, ooh, mm. I was hitting him with the vocabulary. And <laughs> he's like, cool, come by the shop this, like whatever this time. So I show up, I walk back, I walk straight up to his station. Hi, I'm Allie. I'm Randy's homegirl. <laughs> <laughs> I want to work here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell yeah. And um, it gets blurry from there, but I was so, you know, I'm so awkward. Nah, you're like, cool. I, well, well, like, side note, like, sh- like again, I fuck with y'all at Paradox, but y'all kind of weird, too. You know what I <laughs> mean? So I knew it was going to work. And I'm weird. I'm weird as fuck, too. So I knew, like, weird plus weird equals cool as fuck, right? So I knew it was going to work. And um, so, and I kept, like, I kept texting him, like, every every couple hours, just like, hey, man, just following up, blah, 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 blah. Um, I don't mean to be so like all up in your phone. I just really need to get out of the shop that I'm at right now. I was losing money at Barber's Inc. at that point mm-hmm. and, and no hard feelings. It was just not the vibes did not match up. Yeah. And yeah. And later on that week, you know, they had to have like a little team meeting about bringing me on because I, I guess a lot of chicks do try and work there, which I found out, which was yeah. kind of cool. And um, oh, I didn't know that. And they hired me on within the week. Mm-hmm. And I was so relieved. And I, I remember starting there being like, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> like, if you've been to Paradox, you know the shop is clean. It is crisp. Like, it's a whole vibe being at Paradox. Mm-hmm. Everybody's nice. Everybody's friendly. Everybody's funny. Like, it's easy to chop it talented up with anybody. Everybody is so talented. <laughs> yeah. So talented. And I remember like my second or third day working there, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop mm-hmm. and it just never dropped. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, there's no, it was like, I loved cut to contrast, but paradox, especially being six minutes away from my house yeah, was it hands down my favorite shop ever to work at. And mm-hmm. it sucks. It, I mean, the only reason I left is because it was cheaper to work from home, mm-hmm. especially post pandemic, you yeah. know? Um, but I still, like, I went there last week, two weeks ago to say hi to everybody. They were all invited to the wedding before I had to cut the guest list in half, you know? Uh-huh. Um, I loved it there. And they would, just being in there, they made me better. Like, I remember Jordan would always come up, and they're always hyping up my braids. Like, everybody yeah. was hyping up my braids. They're the reason why I charge what I charge now for braids, because they were like, I can't believe you don't charge more. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave me confidence. And then every time Jordan's like, we get better here. Yeah. We get better. What's next? You know? Mm-hmm. And oh, 
I love those guys. And it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you vouching for me. Like, that's straight out of Jordan's mouth. That, I mean, that... So Jordan did tell me, like, yo, like, we don't really hire hire women here. And I'm like, yo, that... I was like, let me... But it's I, not in the same, like, pig way as... No, like, yeah, yeah. No, no. No, it was more just because they've never had one. Ladies, you have to level up your game. You can't... You can't be just... Unfortunately, this is the harsh truth. You can't be mediocre. Mm-mm. You can't. You, you have, have to bring have something to new to the table. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's what you had. No. Like you had you and you also oh, got like guy. you also got like those those that that vibe what's that girl uh that you really look up to um at Barbican and you were so hyped up to meet her. Oh, stop it. No. <laughs> what's her name? What's stop her name? It. What's her no. name? Please tell me no. her name. Please she had she has a it's big Whitney Vermeer. Whitney Vermeer. I swear to oh, god. I if you put <laughs> Oh, Winnie, Winnie's hella cool with me. So of she put. Pr- so, <laughs> of she is. so if you guys put a picture of Winnie right next to Allie when Allie wears her 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 brim hat, I swear to God, like it's identical, and they could like play it off as as twins. But shout out, to, shout out, to, shout out to to her. Um, but she's an and a sponsor. Um, anyways, that's enough for that. Um, but. The main thing that I want to get at on on that part was it all it all started from the five hundred dollar investment mm-hmm. with Sophie. You know what I mean? Because you know you guys and you guys have heard me say this before. You have to create your own luck. You know what I mean? Like you have to like. There's no such thing as good luck. You have to push that issue, and then um, also being in a male dominant like fucking career as being a barber, you definitely have to bring something to the table. Um, I knew that you were going. You you were like a reflection of me, right? So if you were weak. Oh man, like, or if you were like lazy, oh man, I would have. They would never trust me again. So I'm super thankful. I'm not lazy. No, yeah, you're. (laughs) That I know that I am not. Definitely not lazy. She's super talented. So I knew it was just gonna work, Um, and I'm I'm happy that it worked because it opened up more doors uh, for her. And I don't know. It's it's just sick. It, it was it's sick that you work there dude like on some real shit like putting all this shit to the side like bro like you worked at paradox like paradox and if you guys are not following paradox um definitely follow follow their their main page and then follow all the fucking barbers that work at paradox and they have two locations i've never been to the other location Oh, I like Japan. Japan. I've I've seen it when it was closed. That that was it. But uh, I've been to the other one where midtown. where you where the Midtown one. And um, but yeah, again, like how how Ali just said, like super clean shop, uh, dope ass people. Like they they will inspire the shit out of you. They also do um class or they used to do classes uh, pre COVID uh, every Monday, and I think it was for free for a, lo- a really long time. It's just internal education. Only. Okay, so that that makes sense, and they they are super knowledgeable when it comes down to breaking down hair, and they're super patient with you, uh, explaining shit, and they won't make you feel dumb at all. Um, they, but the the whole reason why they do that is they do that to level up their own barbers that work at Paradox, and that's the dope part. Um, now, if I wanted to do that here, it'll be fucking impossible to do that. That's why it's so important to have like that good, um, that good connection. Well, there's five of them you said, right? That that um, are like the main people or whatever. Yeah, they may, and correct me if I'm wrong. So there's Jordan, Don, Riv, 
JR and Jeff, but I think Jeff's more the silent partner. Mm. And then they've got another um, uh, Ryan, but he I don't think he's a he's an owner. I think he's just an educator. Mm. Who I always called him Pat. I don't know why. I don't know why I always called him Pat. Shout out to Pat. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but y'all like seriously on some real shit. Like if if you guys know about hairstyles and you know they, they're super nice when it comes down to sh- sectioning oh. and shit like that. Not only that, but that one five hundred dollar investment in soap, you know, led to paradox. Led to Jr. Kind of like for a minute there, Jr. Was kind of my Randy. Because mm. um, if you don't know, wait, wait, hold on. What is, what is what does that mean? Randy is my Mr. Miyagi, okay? He's my Mr. Miyagi. He tell like, yeah. And JR was like, I remember when I was telling him, he's like, why don't you braid the UFC fighters? Why don't you braid the 49ers? And I'm like, ah, I don't know. You know, and he's like, slide into their DMs. Mm-hmm. What's the worst? You get left on red? And I was like, oh, okay. Easy as that. And because of JR, I now braid a few 49ers. Mm-hmm. Um, because of Jordan's homie who got braided by me, I got to braid Brianna the Bull from the mm. UFC. Like, That's all tight. these things. Like, I tell you, that $500 paid off tenfold. <laughs> tenfold. Now the goal is to make it to Fight Island at some point. Hell yeah. At some point. If you could do that, that would be tight. And then if you can if you can do that and then get me as a barber, that would be tight, too. I'm just <laughs> just throwing that out <laughs> there. Throw the favor back. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, we just let... let yeah, exactly. Let that motherfucker on. come full circle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because... Uh, we're, we're trying to all get it out there and, and that's just, I don't know. You're a good person. You know what I mean? And like, um, I surround myself with people who are good people. So that's why, like if one of my friends, and this is not just you again, this is how I treat all my friends. Like if, if I feel like somebody is sad, like I want to do whatever the fuck uh, I could do to make them even smile for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, that's just how I was raised or whatever it may be Uh, or beware because sometimes that comes in the form of a prank okay? <laughs> all right let's talk about the pranks because uh <laughs> i actually do i have it in you here not not uh, it's something that i want to talk about because i think that or the one of the one of the my favorite memories seriously well i have two memories um one of them is you reciting every single lyric of eminem yeah. Um. <laughs> in the most awkward white girl fashion you have ever seen. And I have that. I, I If you guys are, do not follow me on Instagram, follow me because I post some cool content on my stories. And I definitely have one of Ali oh, rapping God. like Eminem shit on there. It's, so it's hella awesome. funny. Um, but the other memory that I hella have is I prank. So I, I think Ali went on vacation for a little bit for like a week. And um and she got me hella good. She she did my whole station, fucked it up. So I was like, yo, I Wait, need to get no, her. No, I didn't fuck it up. I individually wrapped everything That's right. in cellophane. <laughs> everything down to each individual razor packet was cellophane. Okay. Go that me. was that was a fun yeah. So so I gave her props for that because that took me fucking Such forever. And that is the worst thing to do when you're coming back from vacation. Went to so much time yeah. <laughs> But that's the but you see that that right there it creates like a relationship with people you know what I mean yeah. like that's how much like you care for somebody. You can't prank just anybody. You know? Yeah, you're right because some people take it different or whatever. But I got Ali and and I think I I killed it on this one. I put used hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst. 
So she got done unpacking all her shit, and then but there was one last prank that I need that she needed to unveil. So I put used hair inside the 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 the. the hair. Huh. Yeah, I put cut hair. I put cut hair in on the top of her cool hair where you have to lift up the top of the, the can. Um, and then so anyways, I put it in there it's stacked up to the fucking brim. She opens it and then and I, I'm so happy that I put it in a slow-mo mood too. So she Yeah, I have it. And then uh, she opens it and you just you see her whole body just shake and just like ah! And I, I I think I posted it like 10 times in one day, like on my Instagram, because I was just dying. And that was like, that was the end of it. And I think I, I beat you on that, on that prank war. But Allie used to do some ill shit. Like, you know, like if you're, if you're a fan of The Office, she used to always put JJ's um, barbicide jar in Jello. <laughs> <laughs> So that was all. That's how the prank war started. That's, that's how it started. Jordan and I, we yeah, we realized the raspberry Jello was the same color as Barbicide, so we Jello JJ's cold. <laughs> and so JJ comes to the shop, and then he lives per usual, yeah. running behind. Yeah, and then he's late, so he's already like working, like he's pissed. He lifts up his his Barbicide jar to like it being fucking blue Jello. <laughs> And then, like now, he has to clean. Oh, it was the it was the best. And there was nothing. There's nothing better than pranking JJ or getting JJ mad because that was like it's just so funny to see somebody who doesn't know how to control their emotions. I guess if you could say that, you know. And and I fucking JJ, if you're listening, and I know JJ does listen to the podcast as well. We love you, JJ. Yeah. We love you so much. Like we fucking love you, man. And 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 there's no. I mean, we, we just like we just like fucking with you. Um. Alright, so again, shout out to JJ, shout out to Cut to Contrast. Um, currently, Cut to Contrast has unfortunately closed down. Uh, so many fucking good memories, so many talented individuals that I've been able to work with at that barbershop, but um, now, you know, we're all doing our own things, but shout out to JJ. If you guys are not following JJ, go ahead and give him a follow. It's still, yeah, it's still Mr. Cut to Contrast, uh, so he, he should definitely keep that. Um Huh? I remember when JJ was trying to figure out what he was going to do with the shop. He called me, oh, which yeah. I love him. He always called me. He's like, Allie, what you think? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how he would say. <laughs> um, oh, that hurt my heart so bad. Yeah, I mean, just even even though like the the little amount of time that you were there, like you were you were an impact player. Everybody that's worked at Cuts of Contrast has been like impact players. They've impacted the entire barbershop, and um and it 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 actually turned into hella family. Like everybody, and the cool thing about me that I know about myself is I have an individual relationship with every single fucking person that's ever worked over there so i mean maybe we can do like a cut to contrast reunion randy style or whatever yeah. because <laughs> that would be kind of tight actually that would, that would be sick because i think at the end of it there there was for that. well i don't drink i, I still have I, yeah i mean for everybody yeah <laughs> <laughs> yo and, uh side note from that dude uh i haven't noticed you smoked your jewel oh so i quit smoking no way yeah Wait, when? So, Rand was there. It was like two months into Cut to Contrast. I quit smoking cigarettes. Became super. Ooh. Yeah, you were. she was smoking the marble, the cowboy reds. Yeah, That's what I remember. If you're smoking and you're not smoking reds, <laughs> you gotta, I'm, I'm a little country too. Yeah, you are. So, whatever. 
Um, but then I got, I got super addicted to the jewel. Oh my God. Yeah. I was jeweling more than anything going through like at the end, almost a pot and a half a day. Mm. And damn a pot and a half a day. I know. That's well, especially with pandemic, I'm just sitting there puffing all day long. And I remember what happened. I don't, Oh, that's what it was. I wanted to start running. Right. Mm. So I started running while I was still smoking the jewel and I couldn't. You know, like I couldn't, I felt like my legs could keep going, but I was so held back from my lungs Mm. and I don't, I wouldn't have been able to quit smoke without Alex. Cause that first day of nothing, Mm -hmm. I was like, I couldn't leave the couch. I was depressed. I was pissed. I was angry. He's like, you want to go to the dog park? I'm like, no, because if I leave, I'm going to 7-Eleven right now to get another (laughs) jewel. He's like, no, you're not, honey. Come on, come on. (laughs) And I sat like with my arms crossed at the dog park, just (laughs) Her. Yeah, life. Yes. <laughs> Thank God for that. Yeah. Yo, did you have like, like, so like when I stopped smoking the jewel and stopped smoking, oh, you uh, the jewel too. yeah, I stopped everything. I haven't, I'm dude, I'm like sober as fuck from everything. That's fine. Um, but for me, um, I had, I suffered from like hella bad headaches. I, yeah. dude, I couldn't sleep. There was like, a, I mean, you can't sleep in general. Yeah, I can't sleep in general, but these were like, I was doing 48 hours of no sleep. Like when I when I stopped smoking the um, not the jewel but the other ones what what, the, what are the flavor ones called? I think they're still the jewel. No, it, it's it's uh I don't know but but puff bars puff bars. Oh, so I was smoking hella puff bars, and uh, after when I was done with smoking or when I stopped when I, and it's hard. It's difficult as fuck to stop smoking those things. So hard. And it was harder than quitting cigarettes. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. And then also, well, it sounded like you stopped uh, during. Uh, COVID. Um, yeah, I mean we're in COVID life forever now, yeah. but uh, I stopped. It's been like s- almost eight months now, I think. Oh fuck yeah, yeah, dude! That that's around the time that I stopped smoking too, because I was buying like yeah, fist pump that. So like legit, like I was smoking heavy. I was buying fucking boxes like of fucking pods. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, fuck it. Sells them. Yeah, exactly. You know? So you had to buy it by the bulk. And then um, there was one time where I was just, uh, I was laying in bed and I just heard myself wheezing like, <gasps> and I was like, no way. They, like, I, like, I know I'm fat, but like, I can't be fat and, and smoking these things and just having a terrible time. <laughs> so I was like, something's got to give and me being fat is not going to give anytime soon. So let me just stop smoking. And then, uh, so yeah, I mean, I couldn't sleep and, um, and I dealt with that, and, and and she had to deal with that as well. And I stopped smoking during uh during quarant- during quarantine, the first quarantine, which was a long one. But I'm super happy that I don't smoke. Um, literally, whenever I would Facetime Allie, like she had her her jewel on her, like I was a fiend. Dude. I'd smoke it on airplanes. Yeah, I, yeah. She yeah. and uh, <laughs> Allie taught me how to smoke on airplanes. <laughs> so I started doing the same thing. You know, you just d- duck your head in, right? And then no, you, I just keep it in my sleeve and zero it out. Yeah, you there know? you go. Well, I used to just put... I used to be even more sick. Like, <laughs> you know? Oh, it's so gross. Oh, man. If, it, oh, yeah. But I ain't gonna lie, though. I, I still do think about smoking, uh, but not as much as I used to. Like, sometimes, occasionally, mm-hmm. I will ask, like, somebody in here, like, hey, can I get a cigarette? And then I'll just put it in my mouth. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll still do that. Just because like, and then, but like when I get the cigarette and I put it in my mouth, then I'm like, 
I feel so awkward. Have you have you done that recently? No. Dude, try it. It feels awkward. I it's, can't do that though. But it, it kind of it's kind of like a. Um, I don't even know anybody that smokes anymore. Really? Yeah. No, dude, I mean, he I'm, just smokes. Yeah, yeah, he okay. still smokes. But like, honestly, if you do it, then you put it in your mouth, you'll be like, "What the fuck?" Like, it just feels so weird. And then it get, it kind of gives you like an extra energy where it's just like, dude, I definitely don't need this. I, you know what I mean? Smell it now. And oh, it's terrible. It used to, I used to miss it, right? Because I've tried quitting a bunch of times, and I would smell cigarettes, and I'd be like, oh, <laughs> it's so good. And now I smell it, and I'm like, oof, not me. Not me anymore. Yeah, they're like, like, dude, I'll legit, like, aggressively close the door here because they smoke right in front. Right. Yeah, I'll aggressively close the door, and then I'll be like, all right, y'all. And I'll give them that look when they come in and like, bro. Like, and you know, it's just like, bro, there's kids in here. There's adults in here. Like this isn't a, a hood barbershop. Let's just, you know, try to keep it cool. You know what I mean? And, um, but anyways, yeah. So let's get into some like barber topics now, or, right. you know, the, uh, I remember another memory that I have of you is when you first got reposted on barbershop connect. Hey! <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have you to thank for that too, huh? You do, you do. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie because I did say. I send... was so hyped that day. Oh my god! Was it your birthday? Maybe. Yeah. I think because you were like happy birthday. <laughs> so I, I, I so that's like kind of like my thing for people, um, too is. You know, like, like, and and Lee actually doesn't get enough credit for for having Barbershop Connect. So this is a sh- the official shout out to Lee at Barbershop Connect because if it wasn't for you, it wouldn't be for any for a lot of people out there. But um, yeah, I, I reached out to Lee. I was like, "Yo, it's my homie's birthday. Is it okay if you can um, repost uh, a picture of hers or whatever?" And I think he reposted like three. If I like two or three or whatever, and then he did, I was like, oh, it's lit. But then, um, but you know, it's kind of like an accomplishment when you get posted from Barbershop Connect, right? So, like, how did you feel? Do you, if you remember how you felt, I fucking made it. <laughs> like, that's so sad because it's like social media or whatever, blah blah blah. But you know, though, if you're a barber. Yeah. And you get reposted, and because you can tell, you can tell the ones, yeah, that get reposted from Barbershop Connect based on talent or like they got paid. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. paid to do it. And I, I was like walking on air that day. <laughs> I'm like, I got reposted. Yeah. Um. Oh man, that felt so good. And I think they put po- they posted one of my favorite braids too. Mm-hmm. Or so- oh my god. And it was it, it's like it's a post. It's not like on the story. It's an actual post. It's there. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm there, dude. Yeah. I got like 30 new follows that day too. Yeah. It was tight. And and, he, and uh, for those of you that don't know, Barbershop Connect, uh, he has, I think, like 1.1 million followers. Uh, that was the very first platform for barbers to have their work um, showcased. showcased yeah. You know, and Lee did a good thing right there. And uh, again, shout out to him. Too? Yeah, so he's also the, the host of BarberCon. And I don't know if you listen to any other podcast, but there's this app, and I'm just telling uh, Allie about this right now because I'm not sure if she knows about it, but there's this app called Clubhouse. So Clubhouse is like a I lot. You have something in your, I love in Clubhouse. Your bio about that. Clubhouse, is, Clubhouse is super dope. It's it's uh, it's kind of like a, a, a lie. It, yeah, it's an app. that, you, And I'll send you an invite if you want. It's kind of cool, but we talk about barber things and, and whatever, and um, I speak on them. I'm pretty active on it. Not as active as I want to be, but um, I feel like my opinion just doesn't really – that one, yeah. I'll, I'll send you the invite. Don't fucking download it because I want to get credit for for giving it to you. Of course. Okay. 
<laughs> so um we are getting to the end of this uh of this interview not yet we still have like a few more and then the last thing but uh you know for the for for clients and everything out there for barbers that are interested uh what's your favorite haircut to give not including braids oh not including braids (laughs) um okay go ahead let me just say this I remember you just giving out mad tapers or no, not mad tapers, mad fades. Like you were really good at fades, any texture. Um, from what I also remember, you were really good at beards and like understanding like somebody's, um, yeah. Understanding like somebody's like facial structure. If you can say like you knew how to, you knew what length to keep, you know, not a lot of people care about how other people's like, presentation is or whatever but i feel like that that was like one of your specialties is um you're not gonna give somebody you're not gonna make somebody ugly (laughs) no and like i'll i'll tell you like um i have one client of mine who i love him uh he's i think it's mr daily 13 on instagram but (laughs) i love he's like one of my most loyal i see him every week um we're good friends now he'll be at the wedding too um but he trusts me wholeheartedly because I remember, like, I don't know who needs to hear this, but the hard part is over. Mm-hmm. It's been over, okay? And that's my opinion. I don't know what I, it's over. And I remember telling him that, and he's like, oh, no, what do I do? And I'm like, don't worry, man. I'll show you what to do. <laughs> you know, because I, like, you got to keep your clients on trend. Oh, yeah. On trend sure. and looking clean, you yeah. know, um, perfect so, example. So Mohawks are out. Hold on. Sorry. I'm just saying Mohawks. If you're still getting a Mohawk, change that shit up. We're in 2021. If you're still getting a Mohawk and your name is not Chuck Liddell, <laughs> you should not be getting one. That's facts. That's facts. Um, but also like perfect example, if you're, this may sound bad. I'm just going to say it. If you're over 30 mm-hmm. and you're still getting a hard part, something needs to change. Um, <laughs> But things like that. I'm going to sound basic. My favorite haircut to give is a classic, like, two, three, four on top, high fade. High fade. I love me a high fade. I also love a taper. Like, one of my other clients, he, he's got, like, hella curly hair, and we give mm. him just a taper on the corners, which is a West Coast-specific term. What? Okay? A taper. Oh, yeah. So, on the East Coast. Caesar. Give me a Caesar. Or what? No, a blowout. Oh, yeah, a blowout taper. Yeah. So, I remember... When I moved here and a guy asked for a taper, I gave him a fade. Yeah. And he was like bummed. And I was like, I don't know why you're bummed. The <laughs> shit looks great. Like, why are you sad right now? You know? Yeah. And then another barber came over and he's like, yo, you know what a taper is, right? <laughs> and I'm like, it's a fade. What are yeah. you talking about? And he's like, no, it's just the edges, Holmes. And uh-huh. I was like, you mean a blowout. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. the term's different. Terms, terms are hella different. Like, And you guys know this. Like, they have blowouts. And then also, like, another word for a blowout is a temple taper. You yeah. know? And it's like shit like that. Or like, like the poly D. Yeah, they give me the poly D. Exactly. So it's like, as a barber out there, you have to know all these terms coming from everywhere, from coast to coast. You have to know these terms. Because if you're cutting somebody from, like, Baltimore or whatever, where they call, like... Uh, a, a one all around a C uh, or one or two all around all the way around a Caesar. Like you have to know what a Caesar is. You know what I mean? Like you just have to know these um, terms or else you're going to fucking Zeke them. And Zeke is another word for being like, you fucked his haircut up. 
Zeke. Why so, is it Zeke? I have no idea. It's probably because, like, Ezekiel Elliott is fucking terrible. Actually, going into that. Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll tell you the story. I'll tell you the Wait, story. I don't even want to hear it, y'all. Like, like, I really don't want to talk about this topic, but I feel like this is where we're at right now. because. You're about to blow my mind, but I'm about to I'm about to get on you so fucking tough right now. That's you don't fine. even know. I don't even want to look fine. at. I'll I don't. Even, okay. I don't even want to look at you when I'm saying <laughs> this right now. I'm looking you away right now. If y'all didn't know, right. but when Allie moved to San Francisco, you know she, I, we we were all like, oh, uh, what's your football team, right? She was like, oh, I'm a cowboy. I'm a cowboy fan because growing up, I wanted to be a cowgirl. I wanted to be a cheerleader cowgirl. And that's the that's right, right? Yeah. All right, so that's what she wanted to do. She 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 knows football. Terrible excuse to be a Cowboys fan. <laughs> so, like, fuck the Cowboys first and foremost because over here, we are diehard Niner fans. Now, I look and she, and she says. And I switched teams. What's <laughs> Stop it. All right, so I look on Instagram. Can I explain? No, hold on. Uh, hold on. I look at fucking Instagram, and she's like, fuck the, like, not not directly. I, I she didn't fuck say the fuck Cowboys. the Cowboys. I did not. She just said, this is my departure of the Cowboys, and I'm now a Buffalo Bills fan. Now, hold on. Before you, before you say anything, I, fu- I fuck with the Bills. I'm a Bills fan. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Okay. I met Josh Allen. Frank Gorick also came from there. Marshawn Lynch also also came from there. I fuck with Bills fans, period. But no fucking lie. When you became a Bills fan, I for me being a fan, like like me vouching for the Bills, I was like, there's no fucking way I could be a Bills fan anymore. So now I don't fuck what? now. Yes. Now I don't now Because I, of me. Because of you. I fuck I'm with I fuck with Josh Allen. Hold on. My bad, my bad, my bad. Okay. <laughs> now, I fuck with Josh Allen. Don't get me wrong. I fuck Our Lord with... and Savior, you fuck with Josh Allen? Okay, well, the, first of all, they still didn't make it to the Super Bowl, so we'll mm. just get out that out okay, the way. It's they... too soon, honey. It's too soon. <laughs> too soon. You're, you're the newest Buffalo Bills fan that I fucking know, <laughs> and that's just... <laughs> It's terrible. So you you don't even you can't even say that statement just yet. That's fair. I'll you know what I mean? That's fair. So with with that being said, uh, so me being like I support because I love I love Bills fans. I love them jumping off the fucking off the tables, uh, in the fucking cold with their shirts off. Like that's dope as fuck to me. Because out here we're in Niner Empire. Like we we rock for our team. But me being that to me just looking at Allie. No, hold on. Let me just keep saying let me yeah. because you need to hear this shit. Alright, bro. <laughs> Peace out to Bello. Um and then so anyways, uh so me hearing the, can you lock the door too, please? Thank you. And then uh and I saw that I was like the disrespect. Her living out here in the in the in the West Coast, the Bills has not accomplished shit. Now she's I'm gonna let her say why she's a Bills fan. I'm I'm not gonna do it like that. But I'm just saying, yo, you're in the West Coast. We are five time champions. Okay. We we have when people talk about the greatest of all time NFL players, you have to at least talk about two of them. Jerry Rice and Joe Montana. Okay. They're the GOATs. Who, who did Jerry Rice play for, though? Jerry Rice who? played for, for the Niners. Oh, did he? You, who the fuck? See, all right, so I, I might not even I, let Ali. I might not I, even I, let. I, 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 I may not let. 
I may not let her tell y'all why she's a Bills fan. Now I'm I'm actually interested, but not that interested. I just have to because I'm her friend or whatever. But anyway, so I I kind of don't want to hear the story because I think it's bullshit, dude. Because fuck the fuck who like who let you be a Bills fan? No, I'm have. What do the kids say? The T? What's the T? Yeah, what's the T? What's the T? Okay, so I, for one, yes, I grew up wanting to be as a career a Cowboys cheerleader, right? And then I found out that made my sister really mad, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna keep rolling with it," right? <laughs> um, and then I went to, I went home. I'm from Buffalo. I was born in Buffalo. My sister just moved back there, so we went back there in January to visit. And this is, you're in Buffalo, the Bills are winning, and for one, that's just contagious. Like, it is contagious. And Ooh. also, they showed me the, can you not right now? <laughs> okay, and they also, it was like a big family thing. Like, my mom and my sister sat me down, and they're like, you need to watch this 30 for 30, you know? Uh. You need to watch the ESPN 30 for 30 on the Bills. And I watched it, and I was like, dude, I was in tears. Like, that shit's meaningful i I haven't seen the 30 for 30 for the bills it's like the most powerful thing you know the missed field goal um is it scott norwood i don't i I think he missed the field goal right it was the winning field goal and the next day the whole town just rallied they Mm -hmm. rallied for a parade like it wasn't planned everybody just came to city hall and they said we want scott we want scott and they Mm -hmm. said we love you scott we love you no matter what Mm -hmm. and Oh, God, that gives me goosebumps just thinking I'll, about I'll, it. I will watch the 30 for 30. Do it. It's a good one. Um, and that's when they sat me down and told me, like, this is why it made us so mad that you were a Cowboys fan. Also, my dad, who passed away when I was younger, he was the Bills fan. Uh-huh. You know, he was the Bills fan. <laughs> and they were like, you want to know why I'm so angry? It's because your father would be rolling around in his grave knowing you were rooting for the Cowboys. Okay. <laughs> and then watching that 30 for 30, I understand why they hate the Cowboys so much. They got they got beat by them two years in a row, I'm pretty sure. I, I have no idea. Two Super Bowl wins, I think, I think, were they lost to the Cowboys. And, ah, 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 don't touch the mic. <laughs> and it was then and there, as I'm surrounded by my family, by the Bills Mafia themselves, winning, that I caught it. I understood. And not only that, but being a lone Cowboys fan has never been fun for me. Nobody's ever a Cowboys fan, okay? It doesn't matter if you live in Florida or anywhere else. Nobody's a Cowboys fan. But to be a Bills fan and to have that support, you know, and to wear the colors and see people like, I see you, you know? Um, (laughs) No, we get it. That feels better. No, we get it. So that's my story, guys. I have made a mistake from 12 to 27 I was in the wrong, okay? And now we're here telling the truth that I bleed blue and red, okay? Okay, you can't, okay. That's, this is where too I cut far, it off. Too far. We're done with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, seriously, like, if you just never, well, you rocked so hard for the Cowboys. And you guys, and you guys that are listening right now, you tell y'all, me not to do something, I'm going to do it harder, Okay? But if she, were, if she were to come off the rip and just tell me, like, oh, I'm a Bills fan. Like, yeah, I would have mad love for her because Bills, the Bills mafia, the Bills fan base is kind of, they kind of resemble the 49er fan base as far as being dedicated. Now, you are, 
Yeah, we're loyal as fuck to that. Now, just like you being a Cowboys fan and then just switch, switching teams, that shows how loyal Cowboys fans are. Where they're just not loyal. They 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 don't understand why they are Cowboys fans, and it pisses me off seriously that the 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 Dallas Cowboys organization is known as America's team because that is fucking bullshit. Should be America's team. The fucking 49ers. No, the fucking 49ers, because of the gold rush, we should be America's team. Like, we are the reason... We were the team of the decade. The San Francisco 49ers were the team of the decade. So we'll just put that out there. But, again, no hate to, to the Bills Mafia. Just but hate to me. I, I, during football season, I'm not going to look at Allie's stories on Instagram. <laughs> just Because I just know, deeply rooted, there's like a, a hint of, of Cowboys in there. But let me watch the 30 for 30, right? And then, and then I will come back you to you. Feel. And then I'll tell you how I feel. Bill, I I like Bills fans again. Like I think that like I'm a logos person, so I like the the Buffalo Bills logo. It's For tight. Sure. It's super sick. It's just royal. It's barber colors. You know what I mean. So that's another reason why I fuck with it. Um. So the the next topic that we want to talk about. Um. So we're done with that topic. Thank fucking God. <laughs> um. <laughs> and now we're getting to the end where. Uh, oh, this is it. Guys, Close. it had me in so much suspense about what this end thing is. So Well yeah, yeah, yeah. Well you'll you'll see. Well, honestly, if you listen to any of my episodes that I've had with people, I've done this where this is a shot to Allie right now that she she is I'm interviewing her and she's never listened to any of my episodes. I'm an asshole, okay. No, I'm she's sorry. she's not an I'm asshole. Busy. She's just a jerk. She's she's not an asshole. She's just a jerk. But I love her. Um, anyways, but this is in the end. Uh, I do want to just say that uh, I saw the other day that you made your first reel, your Instagram reel. I did. I made my first reel. <laughs> and it was well, fucking dope. Dude, I made, I have six reels now. Oh, did shit. Wait, that one? Wait, how long ago? Oh, yeah, I did. You And you've so, always said that. Like, you, you've always done the... My name, uh, 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 like it's whatever. Party trick. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's your that's her party trick. And I, was, I got six. Oh, I only have five. Oh, I got five so you must have did that quickly because I remember you were like, I finally made a reel. I'm trying. But that kind of like that kind of like made me do my. So I did my my first reel today. You did subconsciously. I gotta look. Look at it. Uh, subconsciously, I knew you were coming, right? I knew we were doing this, and then I was like, I was like, oh fuck, and I think. Uh, that's when I was like, I'm just going to make it real. And I, I made it real and I was like, all right, lit. And, um, and it was fun. Like I, I like doing the real, it's, it's pretty tight. Um, uh, Dunder Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin yep. I got you. Um, but reels are, reels are cool. And let me just, oh, I can just share the password like this. Oh, okay. Boom. Is it some iPhone thing that I don't know how to do? Ooh, I'm not sure. Ooh, just like that. Boom. That? Connection connection we are in the 21st century right now yes. you know talking about um so let's see oh you did i saw that so i did i did do a real i, I liked it I, I liked the song choice that i did um and we could talk about like instagram and stuff like that because i also do remember from what i recall you did maybe like last month or two months ago or whatever you did mention that you didn't want to be on on Instagram anymore. Oh, yeah. So now we'll we'll that. we'll talk about like um this is like I well for me I don't like Instagram because it fucks with my with my own mental health. 
it fucks with me like not getting likes and not getting comments and shit like that so the other day when um instagram quote uh whatever when instagram took out all the likes it made me hella happy because I was like, fuck yeah, all these fake ass fucking uh, uh, wannabe celebrities are not going to be able to see how many likes they get anymore. Oh, they yeah, they did it for like five hours. And that was that was the best five hours of my life that I've experienced with Instagram in the past 12 years. Okay. You know what I mean? So um, anyways, like it's like, you know, I'm a positive person. Even on, on YouTube, I deleted my 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 comments so nobody can comment on any of my YouTube. That's- because it fucks with my mental, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I'll I'll take all the all the positive comments, but I'll delete all the, the so I just made it I just made it so you can't comment at all. So that's why mental health for me with Instagram or any social media platform, I can't fuck with like negative comments. So that's where I'm at right there. But yeah, I, I did see that you um stopped or you wrote that but you're back. Calls. Yeah. So well she she's gonna explain it right now. So what had happened was, is I had a friend from a couple years back, right? And I mean, I'm not going to say his name, but they, when I bring up like, oh, you know him? They're like, oh, yeah, crazy blank, you know, um, which he's a nice guy from what I remember. But he was, you know, I just started following him. We were like reconnecting and we were homies. Um, and I remember I sent him a DM because he was like, he was squatting in I'm hella into, like, working out and training. I powerlifted for a couple of years. I just started doing CrossFit, which I fucking love. Like, it's so fun. Um, especially now that I can breathe. It's super fun. Um, but I commented, and I was like, hey, dude, have you ever tried squat shoes? Like, it, like it might help you a little bit. Um, you know, P.S., I'm not trying to sound like a douchebag or give Insta advice, LOL. Like, bye. And, like, the previous conversation like that, we were hella friendly. And he's like, love you to tiny pieces. You know, like, we were we were on that level mm-hmm. straight into this conversation. And he responded saying, I'm working out to save my fucking life, not for fucking Instagram likes. So have a great fucking day. And I was like, and it messed me up. I was like, what did I, like, what did I do? Oh, my God. Well, he was taking a shot at you? Yeah, like, he was hella mean. Um, yeah. And it messed with me for, like, two days. I was like, what? I, I, like, I told you I wasn't trying to be like that, blah, 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 blah. And that's when I realized that, like, this stupid app took my joy. Mm-hmm. It took my joy for the day. And that's when I was like, it's not even worth it. Because now that I work from home, um, I don't take just anybody off of Instagram anymore. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, you're coming to my house. Yeah, yeah. So it's no disrespect to anybody. And I do love, I just take word of mouth only for the most part now. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody vouches for you, just because you're coming to my home. Um, I do have a guard dog, though, just to let you know. <laughs> Good boy Griffin hates people, Good so um, and he can be a savage. But yeah, and that's when I realized, I'm like, dude, this, this free app that I am consumed with took my joy for the day. It lets me know how good a braid is based on the likes, Ooh. right? And Bullshit. Bullshit. Like this, if it wasn't for Instagram... I wouldn't speak to this person anymore because I don't see them in a day-to-day life anymore. And the people that I love and talk to and see have my phone number. We text regularly. Like, I can FaceTime them. I don't need Instagram for that. Yeah. And that's when I went on the, like, dude, I'm social media sick. Yeah. You know, I made that post and I was like, send me your number because I think I'm deleting this after a week. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't because I'm sick. <laughs> I didn't. But what, you lasted like at least three days, I think. I did. There, and there was a point in quarantine where I got like, all of a sudden I realized I was wasting hours. Yeah. 
hours every day scrolling. Mm-hmm. I was wasting hours. And so I deleted the app off my phone. And honestly, like my life is genuinely better mm-hmm. without it. But what bums me out, and I want to give a shout out to, uh, uh, oh my God, Sarah Adams. Yeah, Sarah Adams hair. Um, yeah, she sent me the sweetest DM, which was like, first off, I'm so happy I followed you. And she was just like meeting me where I was at. She's like, I completely understand where you're at. I'll be bummed because I love looking at your work. And that's Mm -hmm. what got me thinking like my whole portfolio is on here. Mm -hmm. Almost memories, like almost everything I've ever done has been posted. I don't think I want to just get rid of that, you know? Um, so now, like we said in the beginning, I try to contribute and not consume. Mm-hmm. Um, because also, like, dude, Instagram ads get me. <laughs> like, I spend so much more money because their ads work. <laughs> I hate yeah. it so much. I hate it. Um, but honestly, it was because of her. And then she gave me all these tips on how to just contribute, not consume, yeah. you know, and all of these things. And I was like, oh, OK, I can do this. Yeah, you know, dude, I mean, on it, like really the followers that you have, um, which I have a funny story about my followers. <laughs> I remember that in the beginning. You uh, remember we, that? We, we, we can talk about it in okay. a second. But I uh, but I'm always uh, afraid people think I bought. <laughs> I'm always afraid. I know that bothered you a lot. I remember that. Dude, I went um, through for days deleting people. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah, like, your profile and your Instagram or whatever, um, people, like, and this is for anybody who, 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 who lack confidence, like myself. I don't know how you feel with confidence oh, or whatever. Dude, I've got major imposter syndrome. Yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at as well. Even though, like, you know, I can get as many DMs, as many likes as a fucking whatever, and I can still be having a shit day because uh, I didn't get as many likes on this post or whatever. So that's why oh, I say, like, me, yeah. Something for, it fucks me up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but a lot of our followers, and not to say that we, we have, like, millions of followers or whatever, but they're influenced by us. They, they love to watch us grow, or for the most part, genuine people love to watch us grow people are influenced by our life they just want to see like us doing shit that inspires them or whatever that makes us makes them happy because i get that a lot um but i do remember when you braided somebody at cut to contrast and this is the story that I think Ali's going to tell you is that all of a sudden she was like, oh, my God, Rand, I think I just got Instagram famous or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, that's lit. She was like, she was like, dude, I literally got like 500 new followers. And I don't 2000. know. Oh, two thousand. I was like, oh, I finally got two. I got two thousand followers. I'm like, yo, that's fucking tight. Like, what did overnight, you do? Dude. Yeah, overnight. And then um, and then I looked and then I was like, oh, shit, like that's tight. And then she as she was looking down. She saw that it was like fake pages, private pages. And then um, her client, from what I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, but her client was like her client bought her those followers. Right. And she and Allie was bummed because she, you know, dude. But what you don't know is when you're doing an Instagram from a business perspective is bought followers fucks with your data. Mm. It messes with your interaction. It messes with like you're genuine. So right now when I look at my data still, even after trying to delete all the people, it says 77% of my followers are from Iran. Mm, oh, really? You know what I mean? Or yeah. they're from the Middle East, which I know like a few may be true, but those mm. are bots. Yeah, yeah. And that's messing with my, my interaction, you know, and okay. I'm trying to engage people and get a real note on what engages and whatnot. And mm. 
dude, Instagram is a is a whole ass trip, and like people people might think that we want that, but like in all reality, like no, like bro, we want we want to have that interaction. We want to like inspire people. We want the right eyes to look at our page, like yeah. real eyes to look at our page, real right? Eyes, yeah. Like <laughs> realize, realize, realize. Um, have you ever heard of that before? That's the Tupac shit. Oh, is like, it? So it's Sorry, like, I'm Team Biggie. <laughs> oh wait, okay. Now the podcast is officially done. Oh, is this? The yeah, end? this is. <laughs> Dude. But re- but realize, realize, real lies. Yes, I know. You know, talking about yeah, gang. And I just dab for if y'all if y'all didn't. <laughs> I just dab and I still do that. But uh, I'm not gonna lie, dude. Like Instagram, it fucks with me uh, mentally and. Uh, that's why, uh, I don't know, man. Like I don't, I don't try to scroll too much like on Instagram just because, and, and you don't know this because you don't, uh, again, I'm, I'm getting on Allie because she wants to be on the podcast or I want her to be on the podcast, but she Thank hasn't okay. listened to a second of my podcast at all. But, um, but I have a morning routine and I don't look at Instagram oh. until 10 a.m. Feel that though, I think a morning routine is hella important. It's important. Like, yeah. ooh, I want to know what yours is. I'll Dude. tell you mine too. Go ahead. All right, I mean, we could talk about it, but uh, but at the end of the, well, the end of it, I don't look at Instagram. I won't. I won't let myself look at Instagram right. till 10 a.m. So whatever important. the fuck I mean. So I will tell you, and you guys already know this for my for my followers out there. So I wake up. The very first word that comes out of my mouth is blessed. Right. Mm. That's, Eyes open, God. Yeah, exactly. I so I, I and I do that and I have like my whole morning routine actually on my YouTube on my YouTube because I do this like literally it's called my morning routine. So I it's it's a prayer. So the first word I say is is blessed. And then I have a two minute uh prayer first thing in the morning and then I do a five minute um positive affirmations for positive energy. And this is I've been doing this for the past like two months now, every single fucking day. Nice. Um, five minute of, of positive affirmations. And then I'll do a, um, a 10 minute morning meditation, uh, like a six step thing. And then after that, guided? Mm-hmm, okay. a guided meditation, and then I'll do another 10 minute guided meditation, uh, that helps with anxiety. And this has helped me a lot. And you know how, how you even know that I, 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 I can't sleep at all. Right. Oh, yeah. But ever since I started doing this, yo, like my life has fucking changed. Like yeah. for the fucking better, I'm waking, I'm going to sleep at a reasonable time. I'm not like losing sleep. I'm waking up at a, at a more than reasonable time because now uh, having this is having this morning routine. It gives me um, something to look forward to in the morning right. that I want to get done before I start my day. So after I do those two meditations, then I go, go into a 10 minute a uh, full body yoga um, thing that I do oh, every single fucking morning. Me. So I'm flexible okay. than a motherfucker right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so I, I do my 10 minute yoga. And then after that, I put on, um, I put on like not aggressive music, but like I have also hype a, a hype music to help me for my workout. So then I do uh, another 10. So everything is 10 minute increments and you know, I'm, I have to be on time. Um, so I do that. And then, uh, after I do my 10 minute workout, then I'm ready to start my day. I fucking get in my car and I fucking kill it. That's, and that's my whole thing right there. And Dude, you win yeah. the morning, you win the day. Ooh, say that again. You win the morning, you win the day. Yes, sir. So what's yeah. your morning routine? So my, it just switched up a little bit. So I got this alarm clock 
which wakes you up to light instead of sound. Mm. So it's a it's called it's a hatch sleep, I think. And, and so a half an hour or 45 minutes you can choose before you get up. It it like mimics the sun rising and that's supposed to shut off like your melatonin and all that stuff so that you wake up or like you Naturally. wake up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, that's been a game changer. It's still it doesn't fully work. Like it wakes Alex up at fucking 5 a.m. Um, but I'm like, cause it, it also adds, uh, you can choose nature sounds. So I have birds chirping, there you go. um, which is so much nicer compared to like the iPhone alarm. Um, I haven't changed that. I still and, use iPhone alarm. <laughs> but it's so relaxing that it, sometimes I find myself dreaming about birds, you oh, know, and it doesn't, but I wake up. Um, so I, the alarm's set every day for 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn. It's usually 5.30 by the time I open my eyes and I'm like, oops, you know, <laughs> trying to get used to this alarm clock. Yeah. But so, and it's because like, I love like being so introverted. I love quiet time. And the only way I can get that is if I wake up a little earlier, mm-hmm. you know? Um, what time do you sleep? I, we're in bed by like 8, 8.45, 9 o'clock. Dude, I. in the office, falling asleep. I like, don't even know what my bed looks like at 8.30. That's at all zero okay. percent well what gram- grandma life <laughs> is, okay? dude i got years on you i got I years on you but do you, do you have a tv in your like weird question do you have a tv in your room so we do and this is something that like alex and i clash a little bit because i don't want when i get in bed like i like to i read i do like a nightly aa thing mm. um and then i like to like fall asleep he needs to like fall asleep to TV. Mm. I swear the office theme song puts him to sleep. <laughs> it's his lullaby. So it's fine. Like so like we compromise a little bit and we Do you have do you have a Michael Scott uh, plasma TV in there where he has to Dude, check it out. We went on I'll continue with my morning routine. But so I surprised him. I took him to Malibu for his uh, 14 year sober anniversary. Uh-huh. And we stayed in this cool um, airstream like uh-huh. with a view of the beach. Yeah. I kid you not, Rand. <laughs> There was a Michael Scott plasma TV with no the pull out and the no push in. <laughs> and that's the first thing both of us looked at. And I went oh. over and I was like, you got company? Push it in. <laughs> but, so, sometimes I just stand here. And oh, I, just, <laughs> just, I just watch it for hours. Um, but so I, I wake up to light now. And so 5, 530. Um, I so it's important gut health is important to me so before coffee i have uh, a glass of water with salt and lemon yeah so i basically chug that because i just i'm hurrying it up to get to coffee because i really (laughs) want coffee um and then i have this thing it's called athletic greens and it's basically like a green powder you put in ice water shake it up um with an immune boost system um and then i chug that too and then i sit down with coffee Mm -hmm. and uh we sit around um with i set up our front room so like we each have a chair right and it's just surrounded by plants with big window Uh and um and i read i read for like a half an hour or or 40 minutes um in the morning and it's usually it's a book based on it's some sort of book based on mindset or toughness or i'm a sucker for those oh yeah like how to like improve or kick ass or yeah yeah, kind How, of. Self-enhancement books are the only books that I like to read. It's usually, like, sports-based, so I just finished a book called How Bad Do You Want It about sports psychology. That's um, what she said. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yes, I got one <laughs> you in. Did. I got one in. Um <laughs> so and then I read and I and I have coffee and I um and I hang out with Griff and he, nice. he cuddles with me. But then I sit there and I think about my day ahead. Yeah. Um like and it's not just to like manifest or whatever, but it's to calm myself down a little bit. Cause like my anxiety gets so bad. So if I need, I need a plan for the day mm. and I need to know where my focus needs to be. Mm. Um, sometimes we don't get it all done, but sometimes we do. And then, you know, you get guilt free TV or something like that. Yeah. But I also like, I, I think about meals. I think about what I'm making for dinner stuff like that. And once reading time is over, then it's like, this started recently because quarantine, like I stopped wearing makeup, I, you know, all that stuff, which felt great and did wonders for like self-confidence. But then I started getting ready for the day, yeah, you yeah. know, like even if it's just what I normally wear, which is leggings and a T-shirt, I pick it out. I match a necklace. I do my hair. I put some mascara on. You make sure I don't put my gold one it's in okay, anymore. I know exactly where it is, though. And that's because Rand bought me a gold tooth for my for Christmas Dude, one year. It's still on your profile picture, isn't it? Is it, it is. Yeah. Like, um, but that's it. It's like it's wake up slow. It's mm. it's dedicate time to being quiet and being here. Like it's no phone. Mm. It's yeah. It's to do the things I love to do that get lost in a busy day. That's right. Sick. Yeah. But then while I get ready, it's um still no phone and you do podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's usually, and it's a podcast about, like, mindset or some sort of, like, uh, you know, I watch a ton of sports podcasts and stuff like that. So, um. Wow. I mean. Things like that. That's pretty tight. And then we start the day. There you go. Yeah. That's tight. I'm kind of bitter. You're bitter? Yeah. Why are you bitter? Dude, because you. Oh, because it's not your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I so she listens. Yeah, she listens to. <laughs> tomorrow morning, I'll be buzzing with anxiety, and it's not going to be the episode I'm on. Okay. You should. Look, I think this is going to be an excellent episode. By the way, I, every single episode is is pretty fucking dope. But yeah, I'm just giving you a hard. I'm literally giving you a hard time uh, on this shit. But it's it's super funny um, that that you listen to podcasts every day except for this one. Well, I'll tell you what I listen to. It's either. There are these CrossFit guys. It's called Matt Josh Savan. I listen to their podcast. I have no idea who they or are. Or the Ben Bergeron podcast or uh, Umso, Umso podcast with Matt Vincent. I love him. He's such a goofy dude. Well, you got to put me on. Well, for I'll me, put you on. I like listening to podcasts that pretty much like the books that I'm interested in. Like exactly. self-enhancing yeah. books and shit like that. Yeah. So like even Joe Rogan, his, his podcast is cool, whatever. But I, I, I don't benefit off of... Joe Agreed. Rogan's thing, but, but like TED Talks. Rogan, uh, when he's got UFC fighters on. Well, yeah, you're a big UFC head, and like, you're, yeah, you're a big UFC head, and and all into into like working out and lifting weights that we didn't get into. But uh, if you guys want to find out more about Allie, definitely make sure to follow her on um, on Instagram uh, at Allie Does My Hair. Um, so. This is it. This is the end. This is the end. <laughs> this is the end. And I like to do this part. And pretty much it's called the hot seat. Oh, right? okay. And, and you've probably seen oh, it. Oh, is it like rapid fire questions? Yeah, exactly. Oh, sweet. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to do this. Okay. And this is the last. So it, it took me hella long to even just think of these last things. But how I like to do it is just don't elaborate. Just the first words that, that the first thought that comes into your head, okay. just say like whatever you think. Um, 
fuck. I deleted one, but I should have kept it in there. Is it Tupac or Biggie? Because we know where I stand on that. <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely not, not that. Okay. All right. So, uh, hot seat. Here we go. The first word, hella. Fast. Andis. <laughs> Instagram. Ugh. Dude, you, you, you're just doing all right let's think of words okay, <laughs> that was legit just all sound effects okay. it was like bop it <laughs> twist it <laughs> yeah. all right let's think of words all right now we're gonna i'm just gonna start from the top and then work our way back since okay. that was it all right the hot seat here we go toby flinderson why are you the way that you are <laughs> uh country music oh uh, Blake Shelton, Thomas Brett, Sam Hunt, googly eyes. Yeah. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Trash. Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Instagram. Famous. Andis. Wall. Uh, hella. Fast. Okay. That that was that was pretty tight. Was so, a couple things that we now now I get to this part where we can elaborate on what you just said. Okay. Um, so. Of course, I don't want to talk about Toby. I don't want to talk about country music. Don't want to talk about the Cowboys. No, not at all. <laughs> Although you I did. Are a Darius Rutger fan. I am. I did consider about going to that country concert with you that you were looking for somebody, Aww. and then I was like, I'll be a last resort, but I'm not going to tell her if she if she asks me, then I'll go. It's okay. That's Alex, <laughs> my fucking husband. <laughs> Is like, well, he's my fiance. I call him my husband, but he's uh, like, I'm not going. Yeah. I'm like, honey, what if I have nobody to go with? He's like, if I don't see you try your hardest to find somebody, <laughs> then I'm not going. Uh, but if you truly have nobody, I hope, you, fa- I hope you found somebody. I did. I you want to shout movies. that person out? Uh, yes, Coach Brandon from CrossFit <laughs> Volition saved my ass with. <laughs> Thomas Rhett. <laughs> All right, there you go. So, um, the first thing I want to talk about, or and the, this is the last, the ending of the episode, so you guys don't have to be all whatever. But anyways, when you when I when I said hella, I was thinking that you were gonna say something else. When did you start using the word hella, and when did you start feeling comfortable saying the word hella? Oh. Because you come from Jupiter, fucking Florida. Yes, I remember that. We're like, eat- I, wait, wait, hold on, my my bad. I remember my first hella. I remember you telling me that you still don't feel like you deserve to say the word hella or something it rolls off the tongue now it's yeah you guys have totally like intertwined me into that but on the east coast like i remember moving here and saying mad like yo that's that's mad cool you know um and sometimes i still say that but nobody knew what i meant um and hella just felt weird for a while and i remember my first hella happened at cut to contrast was it it just slipped out and all of a sudden i was ooh, it's fluid that was my first one that was my first one um What'd you think I was going to say? I didn't think that you were going to say hella fast. I thought you were going to say hella, like, West Coast or some shit like that. No. That's what I thought. Oh, okay. You know what made me think of hella fast? What? You remember the the races we used to do We're outside of Cut yeah. Country? <laughs> and everybody was like, yeah. yo, Jordan's hella fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. If you don't know Jordan, he's surprisingly fast. Dude. No, wow. No. I need to get Jordan on the podcast. Dude, I would listen to that. Yeah, that would probably be oh a fucking God. hilarious one. Love um, Jordan. Side note, have you have you seen Jordan lately? 
No, but I saw him on Instagram. He lost hella weight. He lost like 120 pounds. Oh my like, gosh. No lie. Like, you look, well, I you look so good. I, te- I uh, DM'd him when I was told him I was coming here. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he's like, what's up with Saturday? And Did he I, say anything? Yeah, I said, I'm, I'm doing the podcast with Rand. Let's get food. Yeah. He didn't say nothing. No. Um, I don't think he did respond to the country concert though. <laughs> My little cowboy man, <laughs> Filipino cowboy. <laughs> Shout out to Jordan. If you guys don't know Jordan, definitely follow him. Uh, Instagram. He posts, nothing. he posts nothing, but he's I post things for him. <laughs> so Do you like, really? yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, so he can just add well, no, no, not like that, but I always shout Jordan out just because I love that motherfucker to death. Um, so the last thing that we want to talk about is uh, when I said Instagram, you said famous. What yeah. can you elaborate on that? Well, because we talked about that earlier. So do you, you want to be Instagram famous? Um, I mean, the real answer is probably I don't know. Um, my gut tells me no, because that's a lot of pressure. Like, now I post when I want to. I can, like, there's no pressure. There's no sponsors. I don't have to do anything. Um, I don't, it doesn't affect my income if I don't. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, I was, I was thinking about it, like, so here's how crazy my mind is, right? I posted the reel. And for some reason, I thought it was going to blow up. I thought I was going to get, like, I was, I thought I was going to go viral, right? <laughs> this is just my, like superior and inferior complex going on and i was like in the shower thinking about it and i'm like you know what my life doesn't change even if it is blowing up right now yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so no because i I love the life that i have and being instagram famous wouldn't add to it it's just interesting that the word the first word that you thought about when i said instagram was famous so maybe subconsciously you do want to maybe (laughs) but maybe like I'm I'm very far from being Instagram famous. I'd rather That's be. That's a lie. No, no, that's a bold faced <laughs> lie. He I, is Instagram famous already. No. <laughs> I'd rather be. We went to BarberCon in New York, and this man <laughs> got stopped at least twenty times by people on the East Coast. <gasps> you're Rand. You're kicking his Randy. You're kicking his. That's Instagram famous. It's it's just funny that, that she came to cut the contrast not knowing who I was. <laughs> no, but uh, anyways, um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode because I fucking sure did. Aww. Again, you guys, um, if you guys are not following the Buzzing with Anxiety Instagram, please give us a follow if you guys enjoyed this episode. Please give me a follow. Uh, also, again, if you want to follow Allie, if you guys find her interesting, if you don't want to, if you don't want to follow her journey being a Buffalo's Phil, Buffalo Bills <laughs> fan, definitely don't do that. But she's a super dope person, super talented. Uh, if you guys want to be on some cool shit, go ahead and follow her at Allie Does My Hair. Um, and thank you guys for tuning in. Any last shout outs that you want to do at all? Um, anything? Shout out to any Good Boy Griff. <laughs> Good boy, Griff. Our, our rescue from Tijuana. Um, no, if you know me, I don't need to shout you out. All like, right. we're good. All right. Oh, that feels wrong. I feel like I should shout somebody out, <laughs> but I'm blanking hella hard. You're fine. You're okay. Fine. okay. Don't even worry about it. So we are out of here. Thank you guys for buzzing with anxiety. It's your boy, Cake and his Randy, and we are out of here, and you got to keep it caking. Peace. <laughs>